Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Mm-mm. What? Mm. I just feel so much better. Oh. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Guys, it's Brooke's birthday today. It's my birthday. Technically, this is going to come out next Tuesday. So her birthday is the 10th. Yes. And uh, we're having to lay low because of the nose. Yeah. Um. Like everyone keeps calling me. You know, like I started this morning. My mom and dad send me these video messages that are so funny and so cute. And then my sister calls. All the kids are singing happy birthday. My, my other sister, she called me yesterday to say happy birthday with her kids. And I was like, Robin, it's not today. <laughs> I didn't care. Because I'm actually, I think I've told you this before. Um, I'm, I'm very terrible with dates. So I'm the one in the family, youngest four, I forget birthdays. Regularly enough that it's a, it's a thing at my house that no one's allowed to remind me. That's a, it's a game they play. Um, but so Robin called me this morning. Her boys uh, FaceTimed me and sang me happy birthday. My brother called. his My niece FaceTimed me this morning earlier. It's been fantastic. I was just in bed waiting for Gina to come home. <laughs> I was out last night. I was in bed like, baby. I know, and all you said, you were like, just bring me something to eat and some coffee. Yeah, I was like, it's my birthday, so just bring coffee. I couldn't walk in anywhere. I was still drunk from last night. And you slept in. I slept in. Because you went to bed very late. Yeah, and then the drive-through coffee was closed. Yeah. They were redoing the parking lot, so I couldn't even get her coffee. She, like, stumbles in, and I was in the kitchen, like, wiping uh, crumbs off the counter. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, hi, Everyone's baby. like, Gina, you take such good care of Brooke. She does. And I take uh, very good care of no, her. No, you do. No, but I was in bed and, you know, I tried to stay in bed. I still, for one more week. So today marks, today is the 10th. You guys are getting this the following week. And that's just because that's, that's just what happens. What when happens? people are traveling, when we're, we got shit going on, when our producers got shit going on, they're like, you have producers? <laughs> <laughs> hard to believe. Wait, this is an actual produced show? Hard, hard to believe if you read one of the most recent oh, negative comments find it. about our podcast. I was so trying funny. to find if we had any questions. So um, we rarely go through our, um, what do you call them? DMs? No, DMs? well, DM, we oh, rarely like, go rev- through reviews? anything, our comments or reviews, reviews or anything. And so I went We go through on, our emails. Yeah, yeah, no, we do look at our emails. But I, so I was looking at, um, if you go on podcasts. Dude, you guys, if you love us, <laughs> go and give a, go and like, <laughs> go, us like nice go leave review, us some please. reviews, like funny reviews. So I was dying because I saw this one and it was like super sweet. And then, oh wait, I got to find all of them. And then right below it, like this one, it's so cute. It's like, uh, oh, hold on. Oh my God, Gina. Well, I'm sorry. I got to turn my ring She's off. like, I'm just so popular. I know. Oh. Um, and it says, belly laughs. I love this pod. It is like hanging out with friends. Every episode I was drawn in because I love Brooke, and I, but I realized I'm a Gina. Dude. <laughs> P.S. Bring back Alan. He was delightful. We'll Alan is back. delightful. He, we'll bring him back. Yeah, we'll bring him back. Um, but then this is the next one. <laughs> the best is like, titled- she's like, she starts dying laughing. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the bathroom like trying to, you know, piece myself together the best that I can. And she just starts laughing, like belly laughing. And I was like, what? She goes, oh my God, you got to read this. And I'm thinking like, oh, it's going to be like this really funny, like like nice, but funny review. No, it's mean. <laughs> she, as soon as she starts reading it, I start dying laughing. And you guys, honestly, it doesn't upset us no. at all. I mean, I no. think I actually enjoy the shitty comments. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find them so hey, delightful. Hey, bad press is still press. <laughs> no, so this says, it, it's titled Mind Numbing Stupid. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue we with you. We would never argue with you. We don't say we're this, No, it gets better, it gets better. Okay, this is the most IQ reducing thing I've ever heard. Like you're actually getting dumber. He took, he or she, he or she. I don't know. He or she. Or they took the took the time <laughs> to write this. <laughs> Thank it you. It is comically bad that these two get to have a platform for this. <laughs> we I, agree. Dude, we she read that and I was like, dude, I mean, yeah. You're not wrong. You know, we we question it all the time of like how like I mean, we think we're hilarious and we we love our conversations. (laughs) We love our conversations. Colby, every time he travels, we're just like, ah, and he's just like, my God, just shut up. But he did also tell me after our trip to Austin, when I was like, dude, you're going to quit, aren't you? He was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Why would I ever quit this job? And I was like, thank you. Thank you, Colby. Because we're funny. We're very entertaining. And a lot of weird shit happens a lot. Um, This is true. But yeah, we have a podcast. Obviously, you guys know you're listening to it or watching it. And um, we were just as surprised as you, some, some that guy is, or girl, when they, when we or got, gal, or gal, or they, when they asked me to do one. <laughs> and the fact that we still are doing it, mind-blowing. Mind-boggling. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, mind-blowing. And it blowing? Too. Okay. Yeah, you can blow or boggle. Yeah, I boggle and blow all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not lately. <laughs> 
you did last night. She hijacked my birthday, you guys. That's what she says. I can't even get. I can't even get birthday sex. She got dick, and she was like, had a party and was drinking and was like up having so much fun and just so much, so much (laughs) sex all night while I'm sleeping. Uh, She comes home and I'm like, dude, did you you hijacked my birthday? I did. I'm like, meanwhile, you're out there getting just boggling and (laughs) boggling and blowing. I'm here sleeping on an incline, taking meds to go to sleep, got a bandage up face, just black eyes. Uh, but you look good. No, no birthday sex, no boggling and, and, I, keep and wanting, I keep wanting to say boggling and swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it rhymes. Just boggle and swallow. Just boggling and blowing. None of that. I went to bed watching. I don't even know what I was watching last night. Um, wake up and I'm like, my baby told me she's coming home at eight and I asked her to get, you know, coffee or something. I came home empty handed. She comes home, em- comes home an empty hour and a half handed, later. walking bull legged, <laughs> <laughs> still drunk, just looking like I just crawled out of the And gutter. I was like, Hey, we need to record ads <laughs> right now. And she Fuck. goes, she's like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I was well, I'm like, I'm just keeping it going. So we opened up, Brooke had a bottle of Vuv, Vuv? Vuv. champagne that was given to her after she bought her house that was still sitting in my refrigerator. Believe it or not, because it's very shocking that any alcohol lasts in this house. It's because it's hidden. Yeah. And because you would never drink that without me oh, because you're I, not an asshole. Of course not. Um, but yeah, so we popped that baby. We, we tried to walk down and get a glass of rosé in town and it was closed. So then we're walking by the shop and Brooke sees these tie-dye and if anybody knows me they know i would never wear tie-dye yeah we don't wear tie-dye in fact you would wear tie-dye before i would it would just de- you're it like depends, more like on trend it depends on the tie-dye be. yeah you know it depends on the tie-dye and the article of clothing in yeah a lot of things it depends on a lot of things so they're like these like they look like bathing suits but they're just like onesies they have snap crotches snap crotches and uh so brooke walks by and she goes oh should we get well, those? I was joking. Like we were, we, it's when we saw it first. We were yeah. walking to go see if we could get a glass of rosé before we podcasted. And it was my birthday. And we see him and I grab him and I'm laughing. Like, look at these, Gina. Because she hates tie-dye. I was like, oh my God. We should just get these and wear them the rest of the day. And just be in tie-dye and go and get day drunk for my birthday. And we're laughing. Oh, okay. And we walk away. No rosé. Feeling a little blue. We walk back and we're looking at them again. There's three of them. One we liked. I liked the color. I was like blue. Uh, well, they were just like three different sizes. Yeah. It's so like small, medium, large. And the other one was way too big. And Gina looks at me and she goes, should we get them? And I was like, ah, no. And she goes, she looks at me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we bought them. And we're wearing them. And now we're wearing them. Yeah, but mine is, um, you know, this happens to me a lot with Brooke. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You get like something matching. Dude, I liked, I like yours. Mine, okay, mine is kind of like this puke green color. It's, if you're watching this, you can it's see It's called, it. I need to find the tag. A chemical Barbie or it's something. It's like, it's something anyway, Barbie. Brooks is better, whatever. Mine's and, like, flies too close to she, the sun. She has, <laughs> <laughs> and she has like nicer skin. Like I'm like very pinky skinned. So like mine is basically... Very unflattering. And what's funny is that I picked it up and I saw mine and I said, oh my God, it looks so wide. You did. But guess what? I'm wide. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing because is like- it fits. 
It's not too big. I thought for sure on yours we would have, or on mine. No, yeah, wait. No, on mine. Yes, because of how much bigger it looked. I thought, oh no, we'll just tie the tie the straps. Oh, my cousin's calling me. Tie the the straps so it's like is pulled up. But then I put on mine, and because Gina's more has bigger boobs than I do, and she's longer bodied, I had to tie knots in mine. <laughs> so yeah, so we're wearing these beautiful matching tie-dye outfits and for the uh, rest of the day I feel like my color like your tie-dye is like kind of like all over mine is like strategically placed to make me look even more hot doggy hot doggy hot doggy hot dog hot dog hot, hot day. Day. <laughs> um but yeah oh what what were we, uh what what were we talking about that we want to bring back cunt you guys we're bringing the word cunt back and some of you might be like whoa and you pulled back a little don't do that some of you might be like, oh, I never, that never even went away. Well, I envy you. <laughs> That's a great word. It's a great word. Uh, we just ordered birthday necklaces for my birthday, but for the three best friends, which is uh, me, Gina, and Dana, uh, BD and Jay. And they're not here yet. They'll be here in a few days. And they say, cunt. <laughs> So when we were all in Utah, it's such, Dana a, it's such a good word. It really is it was such a, a good word. It was Dana, Rob, you and I, and we were all in the truck and somebody said cunt. And then Rob made a comment like, oh, are you guys like cool with that? And that we were like, oh my God, it's like the best word ever. You? Best yeah. word ever. Cunt. I, I love being Colby, around. Would like, you ever say cunt? I feel like it's like something only women can say. No, yeah. it depends where you are. Because it depends where you are. Because I love being around Aussies, dude. I love being around Aussies. Like even in the UK, like they say cunt all the time. Cunty. Like don't, stop being so cunty. Like they just use the word cunt. And I'm like, ah, oh. it's kind of, it's so funny. So Daniel came over yesterday, Sunday. You guys are like, you don't know what day it is. The other day. <laughs> and he always calls us his bitches, which I find it like endearing. Yeah. <laughs> they're like what the fuck yes and but we're like and we stop and we're like hey we don't want you to call us bitches anymore we want you to call us cunts <laughs> he's like i'm uncomfortable with that he didn't like it so he, he's, he, he said no but um it's the way you use it it's like the word fuck great word great word that is like there's the way you say it the the context the you context, can use it in. The volume you say it. You can be like, oh, fuck. Oh, like, yes. Fuck. Yeah, like sexy. Oh, dude. Fuck. Or, or fuck. 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 <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> like Alan, our resident fuck boy. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> They're like, what is happening on this podcast right now? Honestly, we don't know. We don't know you guys. Um, we're buzzed. We were through. We were we were thrown for a loop. No, is that the right is that the right phrase? I wouldn't say thrown for a loop. When we read that comment, oh, about how bad we are, we just immediately started thinking like, oh shit, like what are we going to talk about? Yeah, yeah, I kind of like got in our heads because we were like we were putting things together this morning. We recorded some ads, and um, then I was like, oh, oh. He's 100% right. He's right. He's not wrong. <laughs> we have nothing to say. No, Sometimes but we do. And you know what's difficult is like, for instance, I've got emails for different people who have requests, so many actually, requested to be on our podcast. And then we get 
an issue we do run into scheduling and trying to schedule stuff when Gina and I are together. And we are, I'll say it again, I've said it a million fucking times. So grateful that for everyone that does love to like literally sit with us on the couch and have very absurd off the wall, many times realistic conversations or like very, you know, discussing things that are taboo for a lot of people or that you may never, you think for sure, but you have never really discussed with anybody. Um, Cause that's just, that's what we do. That's what we do here. So he, uh, he, she, they who wrote that, it, we're just not for you. And that's cool. I'm not everyone's flavor, man. You're not everyone's. I, you're my flavor, dude. <laughs> um, you were just talking about this and it just made me think like you were talking about um, like things that we talk about that maybe other people are feeling or whatever. Yes. And do you remember yesterday when we were sitting on the couch and I wanted a little bit of my, my ham, my yeah. blanket. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and it's not, it's not cold. I mean, it's yeah. not hot. Wait, it's it, not, wasn't, it wasn't cold. It wasn't Sorry. cold. Sorry. I'm like, what, what, what but was we it? weren't hot. We weren't hot, but we just wanted a little bit of the blanket. And so then I took it. Are you going to talk about when we like sleep at night? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I take it and I put it, you know, over, over me, but just like through my middle part. Yeah. Cause I had it over my belly. Yeah. Like not on my legs. Just I was, a piece. Just a piece on my belly. I like yeah. my arms on it. Yeah. And so it's then I comforting. took a piece. It's very comforting. And so I said that I was like, she was like, yeah, it's very comforting, isn't it? And I said, yeah, no, it is. And then she said exactly what I was thinking. She goes, sometimes I just put it over my belly because I feel like my belly's sticking out <laughs> and I have to cover it. Because it's like otherwise, a and thing. I was like, "Oh my god, I do like that a all the time." Pre- like a little pressure, yeah. On it. Like I feel a little bloated, so like I just have to put the blanket over because I feel like it's hiding it, and then that way I don't obsess over it and keep staring at it. And it's it's the comfort of like something pushing against it or like laying on it yeah. up against it. And so then we took it even further, and I said, "Have you ever been in bed <laughs> and you're laying on your side, but maybe you can like you can feel your belly." Yeah, it shifts. Shifts. So it's like it's like hanging to the side you're laying on and it kind of is like hanging out because you're fucking super relaxed. You're trying to go to sleep. Yeah. You don't like go to sleep flexed unless you got, you know, a, a dude that you're really into that maybe you're not like together with that's like trying to spoon you and he has their, his arms over your belly. Then Eugenia said that. She goes, <laughs> anytime you're like spooning someone and someone's hands around your belly, you're just like, mm, like just flexing. <laughs> I hope I don't fall like, asleep. Like trying to hold All it All of a sudden in. it just is like, <laughs> But sometimes when I sleep at night, I will, I like to have like pressure up against me. So whether it's, I have a teddy bear. <laughs> never, you do have a teddy bear. I've never told you guys that. I do. My grandpa gave it to me when I was younger and I, it's in my bed all the time. I've traveled with it and I sleep with it. <laughs> so sometimes I'll push him up against me and kind of lay on him a little bit. Or I have, I, I always hug, hug a pillow pillow between my legs or hug a pillow and have like something up against my belly and it's not that it's changing the position of my stomach it's not changing anything all it's doing is it's like it almost allows me to not focus on it or like (laughs) be so like aware of my body position that I'm going to sleep thinking like oh man (laughs) instead I'm just like I'm comfortable is my belly button touching the I think my belly button's on the on the bed. I think I'm melting.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah. You yeah. guys ever, you ever you We ever, just have these like very bizarre conversations like all day long. We do. And it's all it is. It's like we just we think about stuff a lot and uh usually <laughs> it's things you don't I would feel pretty confident in saying I'm like a pretty a majority of let's say women because we're women, probably men too. We'll ask Colby after this. There's things that you are slightly insecure of or aware of, or you think about either yourself or a situation or whatever, but you just don't ever share it. Yeah, you gotta yeah, sometimes you just gotta say it out loud. So you don't share it. And a long time ago, me and Gina realized like we love to eat no matter how bizarre. Her and I know everything about each other. Oh, fuck you. I know what you're thinking. And vice versa. Everything. Yeah. And it's Got like there's no, there's nothing we cannot say. And it could be the fact that we're recording these podcasts in, you know, just right here in the comfort of our own home. And there's a camera on, and like we should, we we're very open with Colby, on Colbs. Oh yeah, that He's we like are very open. we're like very comfortable to just be super vulnerable, and we have our conversations with all of you. And for some people, it might be like you want to pull back and like, oh, that's wit and that's too much for me. You know, they're not my flavor. Totally fine. And others, you're like, holy shit, I think that all the time, and I've never heard anyone talk about it. And, and now I've you never said like, it out loud. It can feel really you know, invigorating, freeing. So if you have anything that you're like, oh my God, I actually really do want to ask you this question or bring this up. I don't feel like I've really talked to anyone about it. 
because of whatever situation you're in or what your friendships are like or whatever. It doesn't matter. Send it in, man. And if you're like, hey, don't talk about it on the podcast or like, hey, talk about it on the podcast. Just like, don't use my name. People do that all the time. We will not say your name and we'll discuss it and we'll talk about it. Because I, I would imagine that- Hey, Colby, most- you give me some more champagne. Sorry, yeah, cool. it's my it's birthday. Champagne. So. Thank you. Thanks, Thank buddy. You. Then I want you to come over here and tell us in the microphone yeah, what, your, what your deepest insecurity is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have. I have in my hand. I'm going to be sniffing a lot. It's not because I have like a super runny nose. It's not because I did cocaine. No. It's not because I have a super runny nose. It's because I'm not allowed to sneeze or blow my nose for three weeks. She thought she was going to sneeze this morning. And oh she was man. No, I was. It. I was. I was in bed. I was like, oh, oh no. Why are you going to the oh, bathroom? No. So you oh, don't no. have to tell us about your deepest insecurity? Okay. Well, don't spend a lot of time in there. Hey, remember to flush and put the toilet seat down. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Remember when you had the, remember the, when there was a pubic hair on the toilet lid? <laughs> yes. And I was like, first of all, I haven't grown mine out in a while. Oh, oh, tell them about your weird pubic hair. Oh my gosh, you guys. It's not just pubic hair. It's my armpits. <laughs> Fuck, this is the topic. And now we've got to the topic. Okay. Okay, this is- We went from cunt I'm to your forward. cunt. Those of you that are listening, you've no, I am leaning forward to look into the camera. You guys, I've been getting laser hair removal. Okay? Hey, Google this so you can you can read why I talk, tell the story. Okay. It gives you a description of like, that this is very, it's like, it's- Okay, I, I got it. It I happens, it. okay. I haven't told Colby this, he's gonna find out. Not that it really matters, I don't give a shit. Okay. I've been getting laser hair removal. I have blonde hair. And you guys are like, you dye your hair. Yes, but I still have really Her light vagina hair, hair and armpit hair are very I light. I have very fine hair, like you my can't arm even hair. leg hair when I, it my, grows my, out. I'm the youngest of four. And it's so, like my both my sisters, dark hair. Like when they, you know, shave their legs and if they're like pale skin because it's winter, you can like see- Dots. Dots, like the hair follicles, right? Never me. Um, you only really see mine if the sun is like hitting and you're looking at me from the side and you can like see it blowing in the wind or something. And, but I do have like some dark hair on my legs and my armpits and my vagina, but not, I don't have like thick coarse hair. It's pretty fine and it's not all dark. So my aunt recently had gone back to schooling and she was working at this place. If those of you that follow me on Instagram, you probably have seen me post for them at least once or twice. And she was training. And so my sister was talking to her. She told my mom, you know, come in and get laser hair removal. And they were talking about this laser that they had and how it worked really well for girls with like lighter hair too. And I well, understand the thing with light hair is like the lasers can't- It's harder for the laser to see it, it when it's light see, against yes, light. Yes, it can't see the hair. So, so if you have like darker skin and darker hair, it's harder for it to pick it up. If you have light, uh, you know- uh, lighter skin and lighter hair, same thing. Yes, and I had, you know, darker skin, but light hair. Well, but not all have... not all the hair, well, I have, you know, I'm all, at the time, okay, I say darker skin because I was tan. Okay. Okay. They're like, you don't have dark skin. There's lots of different, there's many skins. Let's not talk about skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wormhole. Um, my intention of laser hair removal was that I was going to just, it would be finer. Like it would, I, I knew that it wouldn't get rid of everything because I don't have really dark hair, but 
I have really sensitive skin. So when I shave sometimes, like I don't want to deal with razor burn. And I used to get waxed a lot. I hate growing it out. And so, and I had laser, I had laser hair removal one other time, one treatment right before I left for the UK. Me mm-hmm. and Gina went over, she was doing it like, like just like an in-between like catch-up treatment and I did mine, Brazilian, and it was right yeah, before I left. because you made fun of me because I did the- I, I didn't did make the, fun of you. That was, that was before I, that was before I realized the bush was back. <laughs> I'd always done like the sides and the undercarriage, but I always left like a little triangle above yeah, my hoo-ha. a strip. Yeah. Landing strip. And she goes, why aren't you going to do that? And I was like, well, no, my, my reasoning was that when I you don't got know old, my, you, you wanted know, to grow it out. Yeah. If I ever, ha- if I ever have like a really unattractive vagina, I, I, won't I, mean, have, I don't, I won't, I don't I won't. know what age does to a vagina. Probably not. So far it's okay. Stuff. But like, you just never know. Like, are, are is it just going to be really disgusting and ugly? Like maybe I want to grow the hair out and just cover yeah. it up. So I'm laughing. Uh, I have a story about that. We can tell after I'm done with the story. Okay. Anyways, I'm doing laser hair removal. I did my lower leg because all the hair on my quad, like my upper leg, so blonde and fine. Even like shaving, never had razor burn issues ever. Um, armpits, lower leg, Brazilian, not the whole thing because at the time, not any, not anymore. But I also, I really, I do, I, I had come to enjoy a little triangle landing strip. Okay. Um, here's what's crazy. I've got, it's like a series of like, I think like six or eight treatments. You go every four to six weeks. So I would do one, I'd go to California and then I'd go back to another one, go to California because I'm back and forth a month at a time. And I think I'm, I've done three and they kept saying like, how is it? And I was like, well, I think I kind of noticed a difference. Like my leg hair, you know, a little bit thinner <laughs> after my third treatment, you guys, what the fuck? I was at home. And I'm thinking like, wait a minute, (laughs) what's happening to me? I'm turning 32. I've had three laser hair removal appointments. Why do I have more hair? More dark? Dark hair. Coarser hair. I have really fine hair. Coarse, dark hair I've ever had in my entire fucking life, ever. I'm, it's, it's boggling my mind <laughs> and I'm looking at my armpits and I was like, what the fuck? Like I, <laughs> I've never been the type to like shave and you would be able to like still see like where the hair would grow. Yeah, no. Ever. Never. Your hair was so light that you could actually like have hair and you couldn't really tell. You couldn't see it. You couldn't see it. Um. Well, now you can see it. Yeah. So I'm Googling, like, dude, my armpits. I don't, I don't know if it's gotten, okay, hear me out. I don't know if it's gotten thicker or like more hair. Well, I feel like the hair has gotten coarser. I don't, and if you read that, it says that it can get like a little I don't know if you have more hair or if it's just more noticeable because it's darker. Dude. No, you, my, have, you have black armpit fucking, hair. I know, my fucking <laughs> vagina. I'm like, it, it, did any hair disappear? <laughs> did it work at all? So I'm Googling, I'm like, you know, Googling like laser hair removal, more hair, <laughs> like laser hair in uh, improver, <laughs> laser hair, like a fucking chia pet, laser hair, turning your vagina into a chia pet. <laughs> and then I read that 
there are rare, not rare, because it does happen. No, it says very rare. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm so special. It says very rare. You're going to read it? Well, the only thing that I found was this right here, uh, you know, because it's a rabbit hole, but it says very rare after a laser hair removal treatment, the hair can grow more and even darker. It is not common, but there are persons who experience <laughs> this effect. The reason why this happens is because the laser was used at a lower energy suboptimal fluences for the IPL treatments or Alexandrite te technology. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like- It's almost like as if maybe the, the level at which they had the laser- because I have like, you know, fine light hair. Yeah. And because I was tan. Was probably lower. Lower. So you're one of those very rare And I'm that very cases. rare case where it's like, all it did was like, I mean, can you do that on like people who are balding? Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, both of us have a hard time growing our own hair. Yeah. Maybe we should just have our heads, Shave our head and have a heads, laser, laser hair, treatment. dude. <laughs> Anyways, so where I'm at now, as I told Gina, I was like, Gina, dude, I have to show you something. And I'm telling her, she goes, no. And I was like, I'm not fucking kidding. Well, because sometimes, Darker. you know, when you, when you, when something's on your own body, you think it's like way worse than it, than it is. And I'm used to that with you. So I'm always like telling you like, no, it's not bad. Or no, you're, no, it's good. Oh no, you look fine. And then oh, no, it's I darker. literally was like, no, no, you're full of shit. Definitely not. I pulled and my pants sure out enough, and I was like, look, I'm growing here, hair, here to here. And it's like, have I ever grown hair there? Maybe, but could I see it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it literally, very rare cases. It's almost like, like a hip I'm to so, hip. I'm so special. You're almost like a hair, like it's literally black hip hair, creased, hip to hip. hip crease. <laughs> and I'm like, everyone's like, oh my God. It's like a... Uh, it's so frustrating. And so then the only hindsight, you know, the only positive here is, you know, like, well, keep doing your treatments because at least now the laser will be able to find the hair. <laughs> I know. At least it's dark enough to find it. It's got to go now. man. I was like, seriously? Oh my God. Well. Like single, can't get dick on my birthday. I almost feel like. Probably because I'm growing hair hip to hip. <laughs> I feel and, oh it's, it's definitely the hair broke not the nose cast <laughs> oh my uh, god well so that's what I'm working with I feel I'm dealing with I feel sorry. like somehow like maybe uh maybe through us hanging out so often now it's like starting to like because I'm always like worst case scenario girl uh -huh. it's somehow bleeding over onto you mm. yeah all right. Well, you know, I can handle it. It is what it is. I'll keep doing it. <laughs> I'll keep I'll doing it. And if not, you know, maybe I'll just, I'll start, I'll like create a line of Merkins. <laughs> um, market it after my Which own Which for those who don't know hair. what Merkins are, what are they? A Merkin. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. A Merkin is. Like a fake. A yeah, fake, but, but Google it because I don't remember what year it was. Like in, the, like in the 50s, 40s. Is it M-E-R or M-U-R? M-E-R-K-I-N. A merkin is basically a fake hair patch that An girls would wear. An artificial covering of hair for the pubic area. Yeah. And it was big in like uh, Playboy, 
You're not playing. Oh, so probably like for movies and yeah. stuff because they can't show a vagina. But they have them where it's not just, it's not hair though. Fucking look at the images. They're like colorful. They're like furry, pink, all kinds of weird merkins you can get. It says a merkin is a pubic wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I won't, I'll create, I'll create a line of merkins and I just, sh- I just am growing, I'm a fucking chia pet. So I just shave it. <laughs> we just water it. And we water it. Oh my God. It says Merkins were originally worn by sex workers after yeah. shaving their mom's pubis and are now used as a decorative item, as decorative items, erotic devices, or in films by both men and women. And there is a really nice picture of a it's hot pink, pink hot pink Merkin. Merkin. So yeah. Anyways, so we're working on it. Um, I think that's kind of funny though. If you think I have about- many more treatments, so you guys, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through I'm it, get guys. Through it. I know I'm going to. And if not, um, um, Merkins. No, can I, can I tell this thought though? <laughs> what is it? So I think it's interesting how. Wait, can I tell this thought? Yes, yeah. always. <laughs> um, in movies. Yeah. Now you've gotten to a point where you see more private parts. Yeah. Right? And you don't know if they're real because prosthetics are, they wear prosthetics. Really? Yes. Fake really? Ones. Yes. I had no idea. Well, I'm so gullible. Um, Mind boggled. But I think it's funny that it was okay for so many years, like never a man's genitals, right? Ever. But it was okay to show women's boobs and it was okay to show her vagina, but it had to have hair over it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Seems a little, I don't know, kind of strange. I mean, now you see more dick. Yeah, lots. Balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Do you like how he said it? Yeah, balls. balls. Um, we were watching, if you guys haven't watched it, it's 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 pretty fun. A fun, a fun watch is uh, Sex Life. Yes, everyone's watched and it. And there is a dude in there. Do you think that's prosthetic? I don't know, man. There I'd like a, to hope no. There is... <laughs> It's an intimidating I would like to dick. Hope, yes. It's an intimidating it is soft penis. And ginormous. Maybe he's maybe he just gets hard. He's not a, a grower. He's just a shower. Well, he's definitely a shower. He was a shower. I mean, it's it's and it's a really funny scene because it hung like three inches past his past balls. His balls. <laughs> I know. Yeah, penises are funny. I remember oh God. I shouldn't tell this story. Okay, let me change some names. I won't even use names. Let me just I'll make a hypothetical. <laughs> I remember <laughs> uh-huh. a past penis I had and I, w- I just, th- I thought it was so funny because you look at it at the tip uh-huh. and not from like a downward angle, like the under angle, right? Right. Where it kind of comes to a point. Uh-huh. And I, just, I could not help myself, but envision a little Lego guy <laughs> what? with like a little Lego hair. Oh, snap on helmet. Yes. Yeah. I just always wanted to like put two little dots like had, for eyes. Like he was like a little army guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he, he was like, like a, like a knight. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> like a knight. It's like shining a, armor. Like a knight in shining armor. Fuck. Uh, I mean, vaginas are all different too. I had no idea. The first vagina, I didn't like growing up, you know, uh, I didn't see a lot. So my mom's 
Well, actually, I saw my mom's bush. When the bush was, you know, when I was like really little, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Bush was, bush was big in the 90s, yeah? Mm-mm. Well, she was older. She's my mom. Right. So she would right. still be into the bush. Okay. Yeah. Actually, sorry, side note. I remember when I got laser hair removal for the first time, a good buddy of mine was like, you're going to really regret that when the bush is back. <laughs> you can't grow one. You can't. Unfortunately, I got laser and I'm growing it. I'm basically Your bush a is chia, back. I'm basically a chia like pet. Tenfold. I, honestly, I never had a bush until now. <laughs> I guess like, should I be mad about it or should I embrace it? I think embrace it. Just a fur burger? Fur burger, man. Just wear you a know, swimsuit and stop like stop actually shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, wow, I thought you were so attractive until whoa, hang on, you're so much more attractive. <laughs> Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. It's interesting because my mom back in the day, I mean, probably what I grew up in the eighties, basically. I mean, I was, I was born 1970, but like what I really remember, like usually remember like 10 to 20 is, is the eighties. And my mom was, or is uh, very prudish. Mm -hmm. She, you know, I have a very strict Christian background and I think back, I was talking to my sister about this the other day and it's so interesting because she was so prudish about everything. But I remember us going on these like, uh, camp ski trips because my parents were, uh, sponsors for the college group. So we would go on these ski trips and my mom would be in a bathing suit with just puffs of hair coming out of each side of her bathing suit which feels i mean is that sexual i mean i guess it's totally fine like if you have hair show it it's totally fine but it just was interesting because it was her yeah oh your mom it was my mom and yeah she always just had i feel like a a bush might be bush is a defense mechanism Like I remember like when um, I first started shaving my legs, like before I even grew any pubic hair, which also we've already discussed this very fine blonde. I don't, you know, until now <laughs> 32. Woo. Got my first bush. Okay. <laughs> uh, my mom, like learning about pubic hair and how it's like, it's supposed to, it's like, uh, keep stuff out. Like flies. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
I don't know. It was like I remember like learning like, it, like it like served a purpose. Well, sure. Yeah. Um and uh but I never saw a lot of vaginas. Full circle here. Oh yeah. Back to vaginas. Yeah. The first Cunts. vagina, friend's vagina I saw. Cause also too, it was like mm, maybe people women are different. People are different. We have different experiences, right? So no, I wasn't someone who like, hey, what we showed each other was like our underwear. Like, oh, what underwear are you wearing? I wasn't like, hey, let me see your vagina. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. I don't remember it because I was really little. I don't know. That happens. Show and tell in the bathroom in elementary school. Um, but the first vagina that I saw was an old friend of mine. And I remember this. Until this, this moment, I had no idea that they were different. Like I knew that they were different. Obviously it's like, it's yours, it's mine. Like your parents made you, my parents made right, me. Right, but you just think that they all look the same. Like relatively. Right. Like within reason. Right. And I remember seeing it while we were changing. I was a new, I'm a nudist. And um, double taking and thinking like, this is what I did. Huh. <laughs> okay. And then later on, when I was by myself, like looking at mine and being like, feeling pretty proud. I was, I'm proud of it. It's mine. I should be, you, you should be proud of yours, man. <laughs> Regardless of what it looks like. If you're, you know, if your dick's hanging three inches past your balls or three inches above your balls, you should, you got to stand behind that shit. But I had no idea that they, they all, we just, they're all, they all look so different. Yeah. And then you have to consider too, it's like, everyone's into different things and it's like it's supposed they're all supposed to be different yeah it's not like one is the best and every universally everyone's only into that type and anyone outside that type is like ah, oh, you sorry no there's so many different types and uh people are into different stuff and that's a beautiful thing Our conversation about innies yeah. yeah some people are like i don't really like one in any i was like in any what did i say to you are you talking about belly buttons <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, and any vagina. So, like, basically, you just don't see all the parts or like any, covered and, up. Or, like, uh, you said, like, the lips are, like, much more hugged to your your body. Yeah, like, everything's, like, on, not you hugged it, you, to your you, body. You but said like, it's, like, a slit in that. Yeah, it's, like, a slit. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then I didn't some know. Of it, some of it shows and some of it comes out. And, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. It was interesting. Oh, and then we watched, what did we watch? There was a something on Netflix, a documentary about sex. Was it on, what was it? Anyways. I don't know. Or vaginas. The Gwyneth Paltrow thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. And they go to this thing, this class, and they talk about how like every woman needs to like look at themselves in a mirror, like their vagina. And like, uh, I had never done that, but I did. And I was like, huh, feeling pretty proud at the time. <laughs> what? Yes. The thing is, is like, I had no idea. Like that's something that you should, like you're supposed to do. And yeah. then Gwyneth Paltrow felt, was like, the goop was like, you felt, everyone should. You felt empowered. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I think that subconsciously, I would assume that I shouldn't in my own room my, by myself, it's almost like, no, I, sh I shouldn't do that. 
like already like shame, right? Well, a lot of that comes from your, not just your upbringing, not just necessarily your parents, but um, if you Society, been, religious, society, all kinds religion, of different things. And that's- and that, Like not supposed to explore your body. Right. Well, and that's where it comes full circle, like with the word cunt. Yeah. Is that it was a, it was a very, uh, I can't find it right now, but I was reading about it and it's, it was a very accepted word. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when, uh, you know, uh, Christians basically came in and- Cunt, cunt is, a, and, wasn't like, cunt is like a more yeah. of like a powerful, strong word. Yeah, it was a powerful, strong word. And vaginas word. are and very strong, from man. A, a Hindu goddess or something. Yes. Kunti or Kunti or something. But anyway, um, it's really interesting when you read about it because basically the there was the entire time when uh, you know Christians started taking over, and the vagina was considered evil. It well, was in, it, in in yes, in, and in in many different uh, societies forums. Oh yeah. my! In societies, like I've, I remember, I took. Uh, class sociology in college and we learned about different societies and like what they would do to women for punishment right to their vagina like I remember hearing about learning about tribes that the man would sew their vaginas up their woman would sew it shut only to one tiny hole that they could pee they would like where pee would come out when they would leave to go on like um, long, maybe it's like hunting or whatever trips. No. Yes. Dude, it fucked up. Oh my so God. So fucked up. Oh, it wasn't sociology. It was, um, uh, we, I was taking a course. It's called intra, oh my gosh. Uh, intracultural communication. Intra, something like that. Anyways, it was bizarre. Like we, we talked about this in class when I was in college. It's like, you hear these things that are happening either currently or in the past or whatever in other countries, well, worlds. Yes, yes, but like, really but what we learned about, horrifying. we talked about a lot of stuff that was like, in, you know, whatever. There's this natural reaction we have, I have, I'll speak for myself, that is to go there because I see it based on how, what I feel, what I believe, where I was raised, the rights I have, how I was brought up. It's like, that's not fair. That's fucked up. And now I feel the need to be like, I need to go there and save this person. Right. And what we discussed and had to understand is like some of those people, even though I don't like, that first of all, what I just said, no fucking never. That's so fucked. There's a lot of other things we, we learned about in different societies and you will go there. And where I, as a woman might be like you as a woman, you should be treated better you need more rights. You need all these things. But that woman in their situation, the way they were raised, the society they're in, the country they're in, whatever, the tribe they're in, they might be like, no, this is just, this is the way of life. I'm fine here. Right. And that right there is so hard to be able to pull back on like for myself of being like, I can't, I, I wouldn't want that to like that situation or society, whatever, to force those views and ideas on me. And I have no right to force my views on that. Even though I, it's like you automatically put yourself in those situations. Yeah, but our entire history is built off yeah, that. Yeah, it's fucking of wild, like people man. deciding like, I know better than you. And so I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna save you when you're actually not saving them. You're just 
trying to impress your own views on them. Yes. And make them live the way that you want them to. Because you, yeah. Because you think oh, that you're so right hard. Double-edged sword, man, on so many things that we that we we hear about, we see. Man. Okay, I want to read this. Okay. It says, once upon a time, about 10,000 years ago in the Stone Age, people wandered. They lived in societies where men and women had multiple sexual partners and female sexuality was not problematic. But women with sexual power got a bad reputation when ancient nomadic societies stopped moving and began grabbing and holding lands for families. Men then needed to know who their children were, which meant keeping women monogamous was a must. Women's roles shifted for children to inherit societies became patriarchal, patriarchal. I'm terrible. Patriarchal. Yeah. Yeah. And so the notions of female sexual power and goddesses disappeared as described by anthropologist, Joseph Campbell. Um, the end of women's sexual liberation tarnished the reputation of female sexuality, but the word cunt was a simple descriptor for a long time after that, and it can be heard in Old Norse and Germanic Hermanic tales. It lived on in English and shares linguistic origins with noble words like queen, king, and country, and harmless oh, terms yeah. like quaint linguistic anthropologist Evelyn Dean Olmsted explains. Anyway, it's just really interesting how it was not a bad word like what i mean what we think is a bad word now it was noted the word cunt is strong and powerful and we're it bringing really, it back it really is and we're bringing it back <laughs> like the word i think i can't okay i'm sorry cannot remember the conversation we had who it was with we were discussing the fact that like the word cunt and the power it that joe. it had was it joe it was joe yeah it was my brother-in-law oh give him a shout out to his podcast Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Joe. Uh, oh yeah. Spiritual, spiritual as fuck. fuck. He, or we whatever. Had, we had we or whatever. Had, yeah. We had Joe on the podcast. We should have him on again. It'd be so great. Yeah. Um, but he was just discussing how like the word vagina is like weak and powerless and soft and well, no. What he was it started out because he said, "Why do we call people pussies? Yeah. When they're weak, when actually the pussy or the vagina or the cunt." does some of like the most powerful, I mean, birthing a child is probably the strongest. He goes, we should start calling people Ball. testies. Testies. <laughs> testies. You're God, I love balls. him. <laughs> no, but we were discussing that and it's like, it's true. I mean, I think that uh, just like the word fuck, the word cunt can be used in such a powerful or, um, I mean, powerful way, either positive or negative. And we're bringing it back. Starting out, aside from the fact that we use it, with our necklaces. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for hanging out with us for 50 minutes and 55 seconds for my birthday. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, oh, first of all, yeah, email us. Second well, of all. Remember to tell them the email because I feel like some okay, people don't know Okay, we it. asked you guys. Oh, yeah. Between the reps at gmail.com. Between the reps at gmail.com. On the last podcast, we asked you to email us. Um, we couldn't answer those questions or go through them yet because the day we are recording this podcast is the day that that podcast comes out. So on our next one, we are going to go over those emails. Email us. Go on and leave us some, uh, some reviews. And if you're like, actually, I listen to this because I hate it. We would love to hear your hateful yeah, he review. Hundred <laughs> percent. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, five, five star, star rating, five, five star, star warning, warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.